there. Ni hao. How are you? Koma esta. Welcome to Into the Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs. Ni ma. Well, Into the Garden is that ethereal presence, that unique, sublime place, your haven, your solitude, that fountain that you and I drink from. You know, the part of the garden that is your solace. So welcome to Into the Garden, where hearts are mended, lives restored. You and I are connected with so much more. But wherever you are tuning from, thank you. And so nice of you to pop on over. So once again, it's this place, this ethereal place with a presence so ethereal. The omnipotent presence, the omniscient presence that says, hey sassy soul, come on over. So grab a chair, phone a friend or two and invite him or her to join you. For into the garden on the somewhat chilly wintry day is just for you. With a dollop of soul poetry, soul stories, inspirational words, devotions and so much more. Not forgetting parables galore. Well, my line for you today on this somewhat cold, nip-in-the-air day is soulful, insightful, delightful and something to cheer you up anyway. Well, it's my kind of day when you and I are kept warm with hot chocolate, a decadent cup of tea or coffee, come what may. So quickly dash off to the kitchen for whatever it is whatever you prefer to keep you warm and then hurry on over for into the garden is here to perk you up today well the lineup i have is somewhat on a light note for you and the title is god's girl i am as well as here and there a twist to keep you on your toes if you know what I mean. Well, inspirational stories. And yeah, and there, something new for you to share. For indeed, this is the day that the Lord has made and you and I, we will rejoice and be glad in it. So no matter whether you're feeling happy, go lucky or crappy, but being with family is all that matters, isn't it? Well, today it's a bit short and sweet, but nonetheless thought-provoking. So come along with me when we walk with the Lord, talk to the Lord and wait patiently upon the Lord, for it's through Him that you and I can be together, can meet up together and connect together oh so lovely on Into the Garden you see. So quickly dash off, phone a friend and say come on over and meet these phenomenal sassy souls right here on Into the Garden you see.
And every moment, no regrets. Smile upon my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Oh, yes, I'm blessed. Waking up, thanking God. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wife fly by my side. Green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, give him praise. What's in the water? I got you acting like this. Ain't it? Today's story simply is God's Girl. I am. 
and the inscription reads as follows but blessed is the one who trusts in the lord whose confidence is in him and that comes from jeremiah 17 verse 7. and who do you when i run to when you have and carry the weight of the world upon your shoulders who do you run to who do you turn to don't you and i run to the one who can set you free the one who has set you apart the one who is there for you right from the very start yes god's girl that i am and god's girl that you are i am not sure how many times i have been saved from the brink of despair have you from suffering heartache pain be it on my very own damascus road or by the lack of please help me if you dare of course you don't want to admit your part but either caused by you me or someone else but nevertheless hasn't the great i am always been there to pick god's girl up for another refresher course if you see it like that to hold you so close without a murmur of did you really do that to pick you up to clean you out wipe away your tear and not throw away the key no doubt for i am carries so much weight integrity and is oh so brutal honesty to the point of i will never leave you my dear and is oh so sincere the words i am are powerful words just two simplistic words yet words that once spoken comes back to you multiplied in numerous ways that not you or i could ever have imagined or implore for i am is within you and within me now where do you when i find the great i am well we find him in our everyday lives in our walk and talk time in your and my undocumented search me O god time in miracles signs and wonder time and not forgetting that where are you lord in my time of need time for i am spoken is most probably the shortest yet sweetest soothing words you'll ever find or hear but the most that carry weight during this time of uncertainty isn't that so my dear so as my i am journey begins it begins with speaking positive instead of negative you know that type of thing for indeed you are and i am so precious i am the daughter of a king who is not never minded of the world i'm living in i am strong i am healed i am important like you you say i am authentic and oh so natural with glee i am bold i am grateful i am who god says i am wouldn't you too agree i am confident i am poised i am courageous as can be i am because of choice and not relatively because of what others think i ought to be or say i am plain just me 
I am that grandeur of a chosen handpick from the very God who said all these beautiful things to you and me. I am. God's call that I am. God's call that you so if I were to ask you, who is this I am, and what has he done for you so miraculously, would you share, or would you be still to avoid any controversy, and make as if he is not there? For since birth the great I am has been with you and me, but not much has been said. For at times you or I used to think so little of him. Hmm, food for thought, isn't it? So may I add, though you might be on your very own Damascus road of not sure whether hitherto or thitherto I'm told. But as he was with Saul, who was hateful, vengeful and revengeful, and not to mention all the other fields. Gosh, soul sister, prayer warrior, hate to break it to you, but Saul had it coming, for sure he was full of himself and full of control. Saul, yes, high and mighty like some of we, came from Cilicia, which is now known as Turkey, you see. And so who knows, thought so highly of himself, with opinions reaching his knees, but yet the great I am caught up with him and blinded his sight for three days, you say. So soul sister, prayer warrior, you might or might not experience a Damascus moment, but whatever you fail or go through would highlight the emotion in you and who lifted you out from that situation or two. For after all, you're the apple of God's eye and his precious daughter too. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, don't follow the crowd up, but be yourself up, ask up, pray up, believe up, be sincere up, be thankful up, smile up, Talk to God up, raise your hallelujah up, dare to change up. Thank God for your road experience of Damascus up, for indeed God's girl, that I am, and so are you. Phenomenal, soul sister up, and so it is, so shall it be. And this was written by Under the Moonlight Chastee the 10th of October 2017. So yes, who do you turn to in your time of need? But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him, you say. Once again, Jeremiah 17, verse 1.
his plan and his love for you completely. In order to obtain God's best for you and fulfill his purpose for your life, I want to encourage you to redeem your true identity. Your true identity is altogether lovely. You can no longer afford to allow your past to rob you of your future. No longer can you blame anybody for the way you act or the way you react because Jesus paid for your restoration. He paid the price that enables you to be better than what you were before. And with your newfound freedom comes an awesome responsibility to obey God. You have to walk like God. You have to talk like God. And most importantly, you have to love like God. Think about how different you would be. And the Lord just confirmed the message tonight, even through Bishop and, and Pastor Brady. Think how different you would be if you had never been hurt or abused, misused, mistreated, betrayed, lied on, laughed at, left alone, abandoned. What would you be like if you had never gone through that divorce? What if you had never been raped, taken advantage of? Before sin entered into the world, you were free to be all that God created you to be. And we have good news tonight. Because of Jesus, you're free again. My prayer tonight is that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would take out the stony heart and give us a heart of flesh. Ezekiel 11:19 reads, Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them and take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Lord, give me a heart like yours, one that will forgive and not bring it up again. A heart that's free to love like a child, a heart that will trust God to take care of me so I no longer feel the need to take care of myself. A heart like yours, Lord. Lord, give me a heart like yours. Some of us don't even know how to be in a relationship. We don't trust anybody. We don't allow ourselves to trust anybody. And, and I'm here to let you know tonight that if you don't trust nobody, you really don't trust God. When we experience pain and disappointments in our lives, if we don't give it all over to God, then it's easy, it's very easy for those disappointments and pain to change our identity. Everything you experience, if you don't allow God to wash you and to revive you, it will slowly but surely change your true identity. Whenever you go through the fire God's way, you should come out better than what you were before. All right? You see, the benefit of getting closer to the Lord and, and, and getting to know him and the fellowship of his suffering, it, it's so worth getting close to him. It's worth it because you begin to see God like you've never seen him before. I love the story. I love the story of the three Hebrew boys. And, and my favorite part of that story is when they came out of the fire, they didn't even smell like smoke. Too many of us are walking around smelling like smoke. Too many of us, too many of us were walking around smelling like, I shouldn't be able to identify what you were before Christ. Right. 
It is a process, yes, yes, yes. But if you've been saved for any length of time and you've been working out your own salvation, then we should see the progress, amen? When you allow God to, to take out those things that are not like him and you allow him to put in those things and put on his characteristics, you should see a change. I should not be able to figure out that you used to be a prostitute because you're still whoring around now, amen? I shouldn't be able to, to figure out that you used to live a homosexual lifestyle because you're a man still acting like a woman or a woman still acting like a man. I shouldn't be able to figure that out because the God we serve has all power and he still has all power. He's God all by himself. He knows the end from the beginning. There is no weakness in him. Hallelujah. Some of us has been through some rough things. You've been through some rough things. We don't belittle that at all. We don't belittle that at all. But, but the only thing that's holding you back from receiving God's best. Anybody want God's best? I need his best tonight. The only thing that's holding us back are those things that we won't let go. All of the negative effects of your past. You still got them hanging on somewhere. You see, unforgiveness, 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 fear, anger, bad attitudes. Stop, they're stopping you from receiving God's best. You used to believe in love. You used to believe if God was on your side, you could win the world. Now you don't believe in anything. We say we trust God, but yet we're constantly protecting ourselves, walking around with walls around us. And we really think we say. But yet we walk around with attitude, you don't bother me, I ain't gonna bother you. But this is not the heart of God. You see, the blood of Jesus washes away all of our sins. He washes away all our sin. The blood of Jesus, along with the word of God, aligns us up with his purpose and his plans. It gives you back your identity. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. And it reads, Do you not know that unrighteousness will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Y'all, it's a lot of stuff going on, but don't be deceived. God's word never changes. He said, Be ye holy, for I am holy. He didn't say try. He didn't say if it was in season to be holy. He didn't say if it was popular. He said, Be holy, for I am holy. Amen? Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11, and such were some of you. <laughs> but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. You see, your circumstances has not changed God's purpose for your life. On the contrary, everything you've gone through have positioned you for greatness. The title of my message tonight is I'm positioned for greatness. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm positioned for greatness. Come on, say it like you mean it. I'm positioned for greatness. That means I'm right where God can use me. 
I'm right in the place where God can use me. A place, a place, the location, the point of view, the status. In other words, I'm, I'm where God wants me to be. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, God has already turned it around for your good. Hebrews 12 and 2 tells us that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. How many know for, before God gets started, he's already finished? Amen? This was the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. You see, rejection is a hard thing. It's a hard thing for anybody to take. Amen? But isn't it, isn't it marvelous when you see God turn it around? You know, you see Jesus was rejected, but didn't God turn that thing around? He does all things well. Uh, 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 I'm going to look at the book of Esther just real quick tonight, and I think it holds a special place in, in everybody's heart, but definitely in women's hearts. Amen, Pastor? Don't you love that? I just love Esther, you know? I love it. I love it. We know the story very well, you know? We love how she becomes a queen. Oh, I know Pastor Ray loves this because she's such a lady. She becomes a queen, and you know, we just imagine how her fabric was probably so beautiful, and her hair was up, and you know, she had it going on. So it's very, very exciting. And, and we love the part of how, you know, she was brave enough to go before the king. Um, she was brave enough to, to save her people, God's people. But, but I want you to know tonight that Queen Esther was positioned for greatness way before she made it to the king's palace. All right? Just like Jeremiah, Esther was in position for greatness before God formed her in the womb. Yes, when she lost both her parents, she was positioned for greatness. When she felt alone, abandoned, misused, she was still positioned for greatness. I'm sure if Esther could have rewritten her life story, she would have gave, you know, kept her parents for a long time and all of that. But God's sovereign plan, everybody say God's sovereign plan allowed her to be an orphan so she could be raised by Mordecai. Now, Esther could, al could have allowed that part of her life, of losing her parents, everything that goes along with that tragedy. She could have allowed that to stop her from fulfilling her purpose. Your true identity dictates to you how you're going to handle the situations you face. Let me say that again. Your true identity dictates to you how you're going to handle the situations you face. When you walk in your true identity, you know who you are and whose you are. All right? I can't act any kind of way because I know who I am. I can't dress any kind of way because I know whose I am. I can't say what I want to say because I know who I am. Do you know who you are? Because I think a lot of us really forget who we are. We just say we saints and we act any kind of way. I'm here to let you know you're not. You're not a saint. There are requirements to being a saint. See, I figure this. We might as well tell the truth down here. Because I don't know, today could be my last day. I didn't come to lie to y'all or make y'all feel good. I got to stand before him for myself. And I promise you I'm going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful sir. I promise you that. Because ain't nothing or nobody worth me going to hell over. I'm not going. I'm not going. So let's stop playing games. If you're going to be in church, be the church. Or you're wasting time. 
all right? One of the scariest scriptures to me is in Matthews when he said, I know you not. He said, but I prophesied in your name. God, you got to know me. I held the biggest revivals they had. And he said, I don't know you. Never knew you. So, so I'm saying that because this thing is real. And either you're going to have a lifestyle or you're not going to have a lifestyle. Or he'll say, I never knew you. I'm not going to church for him to say, I never knew. You never knew me? All them songs I sung and you never knew me? I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going for that. Amen? So, <laughs> when you walk in your true identity, you know who you are and whose you are. You see, it's in God we live and move and have our being. Second Timothy 1 and 7 said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. A sound mind. My God. This word is rich. Amen? This word. I love the word of God. Ooh, because just when you think you got it right, it'll tell you something that'll be like, Jesus, save me, Jesus. Because, you know, we can act like we don't hear God, but you know you hear him. Because God will tell you stuff that you don't want to hear. And, and, you know, we'll do stuff and you know you off. And maybe nobody else saw it, but then the Holy Ghost will check you. And Holy Ghost say, now you know you need to apologize. And be like, what? They don't even know I told them off. So we try to act like we crazy. But you ain't crazy. You got a sound mind. So when the Holy Ghost talk to you, you got to submit. You wonder why you don't have no peace. Everything's a mess. You and everything should be a mess in your life. I know the enemy comes because right now we're under attack. I saw BB today. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. But what I'm saying is everything in your life can't be a mess. Or you a mess. Because this word, listen, listen to me, this word is right. This word is right. It will cut you. But you know what? You have to be like David and say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Don't make excuses. Just say I'm wrong. Because you can't trick him. You might be able to trick me, but you can't trick him. You know, people meet you and they're like, oh, you're so nice. I'm like, I got to be nice. You shocked that I'm nice? Woo, Jesus. He sees in the dark. Turn to your neighbor and say, God sees in the dark. I don't know why y'all think he's blind in the dark. He just don't see me when I'm on stage with the spotlight. Woo, Lord, I thank you. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And we know this scripture. Lord, we will quote this on you. <laughs> but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments. And you know we just be arguing, show no. <laughs> arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And I love this. And being ready to punish all disobedience, when your obedience is fulfilled. The only way you get back at the devil is living right. 
That's the only way you, you be, oh, I'm so mad at him, I'm so mad. Well, just live right. You know, I always tell people, I'm not, you know, hey, God want me to speak, I'm going to speak. I got to tell the truth. I might not give you what it is in Greek and Hebrew. I just want you to understand English tonight. We go through all that stuff and we won't speak to people. How you full of the Holy Ghost and you can't smile? <laughs> My God. And Paul assures us that God's mighty weapons of prayer, faith, hope, love, God's word, the Holy Spirit are powerful and effective. But yet we walk around with no power. What good are these weapons if we're not going to use them? The Bible tells you to pray. You say, well, Lord, I, I got to help you. I got to at least tell them off one time. No, now when you tell them off, you just push your blessing back. Every time you do your own thing, you just push your blessing back. Here come deliverance. Here come deliverance. Oh, but I got to tell him like this, and I got to. You just push it back. Delayed your deliverance. Delayed your blessing. Because, see, as powerful as God is, he cannot go against his word. When you disobey, you tie his hands. It's time for us to wake up. Don't keep doing the same thing over and over again. If you're going to fall, at least fall in a different sin. You keep falling over the same sin? Jesus. Let the devil at least trick you. The same sin. I'm serious. If the world can't look in, in the church and see power, where, where are they going to see power at? We get more divorces than the world get. And I know everybody's story different, so I'm not jumping on everybody's divorce, but y'all, we can't just keep getting divorces. Jesus. I remember the first marriage conference I went to. I thought our marriage was just so great. It was just so, oh, I love him, you know. And, you know, he's really cute. You know, I love him. And I went and they really went to preach it. Because when we got married 25 years ago, you know, they didn't have all the counseling. Y'all got counseling, won't even go. <laughs> then y'all up, talking about y'all want to split up. I guess you do. <laughs> you didn't listen to nobody. And, and so, so I went to the conference and I said, Lord, is this what marriage is? I looked at my husband, I said, maybe I'll change my mind. <laughs> but it was already 11 years into it. <laughs> But, but it's not about you. And that's why love, that's why the devil attacks it so much. Because I, had, I didn't realize how selfish I was until I got married. I didn't realize how mean I was until I got married. I was going through so much and I was like, I'm sick of myself. You got to be sick of me because I'm sick of myself. And you know as women, we be emotional and that ain't nothing but the devil. Talking about your hormones, that ain't nothing but a demon. Cast that demon out. The blood of Jesus is strong enough to handle your hormones. It's just that time of the month. That's the devil. Now how he gonna get you off the of drugs but he can't keep you during that time of the month? What? You just mean. 
No, I'm serious, y'all. We're going to be saved. We're going to be saved. If you're not, then you're not going to be. So you're telling me if Jesus happened to come during that time of the month, are you going to get caught up? Or are you going to be left behind? We accept, we accept so many things from the world. We just accept it. We just accept it. It's okay to do this. It's okay to cuss. It's okay to show your boobs. It's, so, it's okay to do everything. When did it start being okay? It's never been okay. And it never will be okay. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus, Jesus. Glory to God. Let me, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. God is great. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Either, I mean, you, are you ready to live holy? Are you ready to live changed? Do you want everything that God has for you? Well, you got to tell the devil to get out of my house. Get out of my attitude. I don't act like that. I'm holy. The love of Jesus runs through me. How are we going to testify of his goodness and we can't smile? How are we going to tell that God is great, but anything we go through, we fall apart? We can't stand under pressure even though we have the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit living inside of us? Come on, it's time to know who you are and whose you are. You're positioned for greatness because you serve a great God. You're positioned for greatness when you stay positioned in him. Let's read a little bit of Esther. Esther 2, 7 through 11. 7 through 11. It says that Mordecai had brought up Odessa, that is, Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman was lovely and beautiful. When her father and mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So it was when the king's command and decree were heard and when many young women were gathered at Shushan at the citadel under the custody of Haggai that Esther also was taken to the king's palace into the care of Haggai, the custodian of, women, of the women. Verse 9, now the young woman pleased him. And she obtained his favor. <sighs> nothing like the favor. Ooh, nothing like the favor. So he readily gave her beauty preparations to her. Besides her allowance, he gave her more than enough. Amen? We serve a God of abundance. Then seven choice maidservants were provided for her from the king's palace. And he moved her and her maidservants to the best place in the house of the women. Verse 10, Esther had not revealed her people or family. For Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. And every day Mordecai, oh, I think this is so sweet. Mordecai paced in front of the court of the woman's quarters to learn of Esther's welfare and what was happening to her. I don't know about you, but I think it's a blessing when God has somebody pacing the floor on your behalf. Pastor Cheryl talked about the prayers. I know that my family and I, we stand on the prayers of those who prayed for us, who fasted for us. My great-grandfather, my grandmother, my father, my mother, they fasted and they prayed. You know, when we were kids, they made us, you know, they wouldn't, you know, the, the, I'm talking the old time fast. When you couldn't drink nothing, Lord Jesus, we'd be standing in front of the water fountain and thank God he didn't strike us because we were lying, talking about we were just rinsing our mouth out hoping that something would go down. You'd be like, Jesus, let me drink something. But they understood the importance of shut-in. Oh, my God, my God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the anointing and the oil and the strict teaching 
I thank God for the strict teaching because it stays with you. You can be out there and, and you can see so many things, but you never forget who you are. Right. There's been time where you try to forget. Yes. You know those times where you try to forget? Yes. You know some of y'all trying to go to parties and, and they say you go in like this and you come out. That's because you, you ain't got no business there. You somewhere in your hand just go up and be like, Jesus, you just can't run. I'm so glad that God never let me go. I'm so glad I kept hearing the prayers of the saints. How it wakes you up sometimes at one and two and three in the morning and you know what to do. You know how to just give them praise and give them honor. I'm so glad those mornings I woke up and my father was climbing over all of us, anointing us with oil, anointing the doors. Even, thought I thought, even though I thought he was crazy then, I said, he's got to be crazy. He's up screaming and we're full of grease. Lord, what is this? But see, I'm not going to ever get it twisted. I know it was the prayers of the saints that has kept me and that keep on keeping me. And so it's now, it's now my time to, to pass it on to the next generation. If we try, ask us as the mothers, if we're trying to act like the daughters, then how are they going to get help? I can't try to act like I'm 14. I'm 45. I would go to looking like I was retarded or something was wrong with me. Right? At 45, I'm not supposed to act like I'm 20. My daughter's 22. My son had a birthday. I said, Lord, if you're 24, then I got to be getting old. So, you know, it's time for us to take our places. Souls are dying because we're trying to be somebody else. My God, my God. Esther had not revealed her people or family before Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. And every day Mordecai paced in front of the court of the women's quarters to learn of Esther's welfare and what was happening to her. Because of Esther's spirit of submission. Everybody say submission. submission. Because for some reason we think that's a curse word or something. Submission. Because of her submission to Mordecai, she was trained, well-prepared socially and spiritually. This is evident from the favor she receives from her superiors at the palace. Esther didn't go into the place acting rough and tough and just, I want that, I want to do... She didn't, she, didn't go, she didn't go there. She embraced her identity. Even though she was beautiful on the outside, what really mattered and what would set her apart is what was on the inside. Your big legs is not going to set you apart. As cute as you are, you're not that cute. All right? Really. Because a lot of y'all think, I'm going to get the right husband if this is right. No. No. Because if your big legs got them, then somebody else's big legs going to take them. All right? So let's get that straight. What's on the inside that's going to set you apart from everybody else? You don't have to worry about how good somebody else preached, how good somebody else sang. What I got, God gave it to me. It's mine. All right? Praise God. Now, she knew that would be the thing that would set her apart. Although Esther was catapulted out of obscurity into a totally different environment, y'all, she went from, you know, a little orphan to the king's palace. You know, if you don't know who you are, that could, that could mess your mind up. You go to believe in your press. 
right? I remember one time, I, the first time I was in Jet Magazine, and, and they put me in there as one of the most beautiful women, I think in one of the 50 most beautiful women. It was like a number like that, y'all, right? My brothers die laughing. <laughs> My brother's, P I call him P, I can't call him P, Pastor Marvin. I think he called BB. He said, can you believe it? <laughs> BB said, I know. We've been with her all our life and we never knew that. <laughs> Nothing like family keep you straight humble, right? <laughs> and so, but see, you go to, you'll go to believe in the press. And that didn't have nothing to do with my outer beauty. It was because of the Holy Ghost that was in me. So don't get it twisted. Because they'll like you today and they won't know who you are tomorrow. All right? So she was in a total different environment. She continued though. She continued to obey. She continued to obey Mordecai's instructions. Mordecai continues to cover her. Oh, you don't understand the importance of covering Ooh, 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 ooh. The importance of covering. I've never been in, a, I've never seen so many saints that don't have pastors. Yeah, yeah,
I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some old forgotten words An ancient melody He turned to me as if to say Hurry boy, she's waiting there for you
I remember we were reading these books when they were born. Read the books. Put them on a schedule. We did that. That worked great. We read it and said, let them make choices. Let them make choices early and often. And let them find out through failure and learn through failure. Let them make choices. When the earlier they are, make the choices obvious. Four years old, my oldest son came in. He was exhausted one night. <laughs> it's time for bed. I'm, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. Like, you're tired. And I thought, great part for a choice. I said, now, I said, you have a choice. Would you like to put on your pajamas and brush your teeth and go to bed? Or would you like a spanking? <laughs> he sat there, he's like, um, undo my pajamas and go to bed? I'm like, that's a great choice. That is the choice I would have made. Good choice. If you have children, you know they're different. Eleven months later, my second son, he turns four and he's had a night, he's exhausted, he's staggering, he's so tired. I'm like, it's time for bed. I'm not, I'm not tired, I don't want to stay up, I'm not tired. Like, you're tired, I don't want to, I don't want to, go, I don't want to go to bed. And I was like, okay, you have a choice. Do you want to brush your teeth, put on your pajamas and go to bed, or do you want to spank it? And he stood there. <laughs> like three minutes, I'm like, did you hear me? He goes, um, after the spanking, can I stay up? later we have a little girl. How many of you have little girls? Wow. They are different. She hits four. She's on the verge of tears. She's so quiet. She's tired. Like you're tired. You need to go to bed. It's past your bedtime. I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Well you're tired. You need to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Okay. You have a choice. Do you want to put on your pajamas and brush your teeth and go to bed or do you want to spank you? She put her finger in my face. No! I don't think that's one of the choices.
So without any further ado, I'd like to say thank you and you know this edition of the podcast is for 
the country. The country where so much is happening around the world. You could be anywhere in the world and there's strife. There's disease. There's mayhem. So wherever you find yourself in whatever part of the globe, this is dedicated to countries that are going through ups and downs and the effects and the aftermath of what COVID-19 is doing to you and me. But thank you for choosing and tuning into Into the Garden. Thank you for sharing the podcast with family, friends and co-workers, neighbours and getting the word out there. But most of all, thank you for sharing the love to each and every frontline worker. We value you and say thank you to home-based carers. We appreciate you too. And to the patients at home in or nursing homes too, we appreciate you. To those tuning in from prisons, thank you for your support. I know that you are not alone. So until next time, until we meet again, same time and same place, you know where to find me. But right here on Into the Garden, where hearts are mended, lives restored. And you and I, but can only give God the glory to implore, because you are no longer a friend you have become part of the into the garden family and if you're celebrating your birthday happy birthday to you perhaps good news you receive so congratulations to you and if you're celebrating a birthday today or anniversary happy anniversary to you and know that god is the only one who can knit your family together and from me, Salome Jacobs. Do take care. Cover up, keep your distance. I know that you are not alone. Sayonara. Disvidinia. Adios. Dovidinia. Orba. Farewell, Guli Gule, Adia, Mai Asamati, Havasti, Lakon, Tajian, Salamat, Tingal, Arivadechi, Anyong, Joykin. Yes, take care. May every destination be reached and every problem solved. And may you enjoy this time, this solitude time, this opportune time given to you and may to be with family and loved ones you say and should there be anyone out there who have lost loved ones due to COVID-19 our deepest condolences to you and your family well arrivederci take care until the next time we see each other again from me Salome Jacobs saying blessings and success to you and yours from into the garden and the Lord
for this morning even as we come to the end of the year you are here with us still here you are ever present help in time of need we thank you that as we come to you that Lord you always receives us we are your sons and your daughters and we thank you this morning as we stand before you that you are here with us moving in our midst welcome you Holy Spirit come and touch our lives once again
eternal life. And no one goes to the Father except through you. Jesus, we look to you today. We lift up your name today. Jesus Christ, the hope of all mankind. We look to you today. Come and save us. Come and heal us. Come and deliver us. Come and speak to us. Come and be with us. Hear the God who reaches out to us. In our darkest night, you are always there for us. You are our ever-present one, ever-present God, our ever-present help in time of need. How we look to you. Hey, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. You're still the God. Giving us your love. 
are the light that the Father has sent to this darkness to penetrate, to dissipate, to totally shatter all the darkness of the world. But not just the darkness in our world, but the darkness in our heart. The darkness is trying to destroy our lives. Lord, you say in your word that this light, you, Jesus, in us produces what is good, what is right, and what is true. Lord, your work in us is from glory to 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 glory because of you, Jesus, you are the light. sing the day do we feel that we are alone because Jesus you're always here with us hand holding us you say that you will never let loose of your hold over us so we thank you we thank you God that you are our clarity our wisdom in times of our confusion we thank you God that you are our healer Lord, you are our physician. You are our comforter in our sickness and pain. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. You are our strength. You are our refuge. And you are our fortress. Lord, that has protected us. Lord, the devil can come one way, but he has to flee seven ways. For surely no weapon formed against your children shall ever prosper in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on. He's the reason that we can shout hallelujah. He's the reason that we can wave our hands in victory. Jesus, you are the reason. 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 And this morning with our hands outstretched, months we all worship at home sometimes we lift up our hands other times we don't but today 
Why don't we come before Jesus with the posture of worship, with our hands lifted up and surrender to Him? And let's welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit.
the only begotten Son of the Father. All the words that you have spoken to us, they are true. They are good. And they will come to pass. All we need to do is to believe. Even as we come to the last service of the year, Father, as you look down from heaven, may you find faith in the hearts of City Harvest. We believe in you. We believe in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. And all God's people say, Can you do me the honor for? Helping me to give Jesus one, 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 one big, big, big round of applause. One more time. One more time.